Hi everyone and welcome to Take 10 for Torah number 769. I hope you all are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, email me at rabbiyasmacha, take10fortorah.org. Today's 10 is sponsored by the Lewis family in memory of Fred Lewis, Fabli Yitzchak, Menaftali, David, Zichron, Levracha. This week's parsha is parsha Shalach, and at the end of parsha Shalach, we have a presentation of the laws of Tzitzit. And so the Torah says, and we read this all the time, now we don't necessarily read this all the time only because it says the laws of Tzitzit, but also because, or specifically because, it talks about Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, but it says, Speak to the Jews, say to them, They shall make tzitzit. They have the corners of their garments, that there were some for all generations. And they should put on these tzitzit, on the corner, a thread of blue. And here's where the promises start, because this is pretty remarkable. They shall be for litzitzit, they shall be tzitzit, uh, take note of that lamed litzitzit uriisa mason. You're going to see them with and you're going to remember all of the mitzvos. Now that's pretty remarkable. You're going to see these things, and the Torah tests that we're going to go and remember all the mitzvos. But not only that, you're also going to do the mitzvos. So that's a wonderful promise. And even gets better. You're not going to stray after your hearts, and after your eyes, that you stray after. And once again, so that you remember and do and perform all of my mitzvos, and that you be holy towards for your God. I am the Lord your God. And so we have this mitzvah of tzitzis where we're supposed to put fringes on the corners of four-cornered garments, and uh, we know that there's, um, you know, this is, a, this is specifically a mitzvah at day and not by night. And the question is, why do we know that? So we know that simply from the word tzitzis, or isamoso. The Rashbam associates the word with the word tzitzis. Tzitzis comes from metzitz min uh, hacharakim, to, to peer, to gaze. It comes from the word to look. But it also says isamoso. There's this magic somehow of seeing them. And so them being visible is, is a significant part of the mitzvah, which is why at night there is no mitzvah of tzitzis. Uh, whether you know whether and if you're wearing big day yom, uh, daytime garments at night, so people say to to keep them on. But but generally, if you're wearing pajamas, there's no mitzvah of tzitzis. And so here we have this promise of the tzitzis with a view. And when you look at them and when you see them, they're going to inspire you. And the question is how. So everybody's familiar with what Rashi says. Rashi gets it from a Medrash Agada. Let's go through it. The Medrash Agada says lefisha shkula mitzvah tzitzis connected kolam mitzvos. Have the mitzvah of tzitzis will remind you of all the mitzvahs because it is corresponding or it's even or equal to all of the mitzvahs. How so? Shekein ola cheshbon haosios tzitzis tavresh. That if you take a look at the gematria of the word tzitzis, tzitzis is tzadik yud, tzadik yud tav, tav is 400, the two tzadiks are 90 each, plus the two tens of the two yuds, that equals 600. Okay, that doesn't quite get us there. And then he can't the five knots, and then he can't the eight strings. So five plus eight plus 600 equals 613. And so if I look at my tzitzis very mathematically, I see in the strings plus the gematria, i got to do a lot of different types of math, it's a combination problem, order of operations and all that. But yeah, I come to this taryag. And then the Medrash says, And therefore we have this mitzvah of tzitzis. Rashi brings, Rashi brings this idea and just mentions the gematria. Now the Ramban doesn't like this idea. The Ramban says that, I don't get it. If you take a look at the actual spelling of the word tzitzis, in the Torah, it's missing the second yud. It's tzitzis. It's 
Tzadik Yud, Tzadik Tuf, without that second Yud, which really kind of makes it 590. If it's 590, and then you take the five strings, sorry, the five knots and the eight strings, then you get 603, which, you know, kind of deducts 10 mitzvahs from the list. And so that's a problem. So he says, no, there's another reason. The other reason he brings is, It's all about the Tcheles. The Tcheles is the uh, the significant element, as the Gemara says, that the treles makes you think of the sea, the blue color, the indigo dye makes you think of the sea, the sea makes you think of the sky, the sea and the sky put your mind up in heaven and you think of the Kisiyav Kavod, God's eternal throne, which is pretty interesting that that's going to inspire you to do mitzvahs. The color blue really is what we're saying, the color blue is going to inspire you. But again, that's where the Ramban comes. He doesn't like Rashi's tzitzis business because he doesn't like the gematria. He also brings another question. He says, I don't get it. Uh, there's a machlokas in the Gemara about how many strings. There's a machlokas in the Gemara about how many knots. If that's the case, then how could it be that there's significance to the eight strings and the five knots at such a fundamental level, that you're going to see them and you're going to remember if these very points are at one point debated. So there are those who try to explain the Medrash and Rashi and attempt to understand you know, uh, and overcome the Ramban's question. Cheskuni says, it says, There will be as tzitzis, that lamid, does a great job. That Lamed is gematria of 30. So if it says tzitzis three times, which it does in the paragraph, so it's missing three yuds. So the Lamed is not a, a, a thing. The Lamed lit tzitzis, it's called tzitzis. The Lamed is there to add to that gematria, which you're missing. Okay, that's uh, that's one idea that you might add uh, to, to solve it. The Das Zekena Mibali Tosvos on the parasha says, "Ve'od shamati sheyesha osim chulios u'krichos ad sheolun kol achulios va'krichos va'chutin va'ksharim min kol dalat sitios taryag." There are those he's heard of who make as many wrappings, right? If you know in sits between the knots, there are a bunch of wrappings. So you have five knots, but you wrap the big long string around between the, those knots. So how many do they do? So we usually do seven, nine, eleven, thirteen along the course of it. But there are those who do more, and they do more, and it adds up to six, thirteen. Not just the wrappings. But plus the knots, plus the strings, you add everything together, that's the symbolism. And so the numbers, again, it's all about the numbers. So there are other ideas of why it's so significant. Some understand, as let's say the Riva and many others, the, the Sefer HaChinuch understands like this as well. They all approximate that it's something like, You send somebody to do something, and so like you tie a string to them so that they remember. You know, sometimes uh, I do this when I have to get up to speak to something. I don't want to forget to say. I don't have it written down. So I'll make some sort of sign, some sort of symbol somewhere. I usually forget what the symbol was supposed to remind me of. But, okay. Uh, and you make that symbol. And so we have this thing hanging from us. It's a mark of some sort. It's a mark which reminds us, like an evid, like a servant, like a shliach, like an emissary, puts on themselves to either remember who they, so to speak, belong to, or to remember that they have a job to do, to remember a particular mission or a particular task. That's another idea behind it. So we have Rashi and the Gematria. We have the Ramban, which talks about uh, specifically the, the blue colors, inspires us to think of the heavens and the Kisiyah Kavod, the throne, of, the throne of glory, and the Riva, which says this is a very popular idea, that it makes a mark. There's, a, there's an opinion I'd like to share with you. Um, I don't remember if I saw this or made it up. I'm not quite sure. But there's an interesting Gemara in, and I've said this many, many times, and I plan on saying it many, many more times. So that's just fair warning. There's Gemara Menachos, Daphnem Gimel, which asks the following question. It says, Hayreb Meir Omer. You know, he actually 
um, doesn't um, ask it as a question, just says it as a statement. The punishment of not putting on the white strings is worse than the punishment of not putting on the blue strings. What does that mean? If I have a choice to not observe the mitzvah of tzitzis perfectly, I cannot put on blue, and a lot, a lot of people don't wear the blue, even though they've discovered the scale, the snail, according to most people, the murex trunculus, there are people who still don't wear it. But okay, let's imagine I'm in a society where we have it and everybody wears it. Which is harder? Which is the one that's easier? And so the white is obviously easier. The blue is, uh, requires expense and sacrifice. You have to go get it, and you have to go buy it and purchase it and develop it. Okay, so the Gemara says clearly, the punishment of not doing the white is worse than the punishment of not doing the blue. What does that mean? And it gives an example. I'll give you a different example. I tell you to go get me a drink. And you're across the hall in the kitchen. And I say, you have five minutes to get me the drink. Then I tell another person in my house to go get me a drink. And I say, go to the store down the block. And you have five minutes to return. Both of you don't return after the five minutes that I gave you. Who am I more annoyed with? I'm more annoyed with the person who could have done it quickly, gone across the hall, than the person who had to go down the block. Because the person who went across the hall, you know, it could have been done. And so there's an expectation, and what we see over here, the Gemara is saying, because there's an objective difference between the blue and the white, because it's understood that it's much more difficult to do the blue, so it's okay, the punishment understands that, so to speak. I mean, God understands that. You know, I, I wanted to suggest that, you know, this difference between hard and easy when it comes to tzitzis might be, we can extrapolate from there to other mitzvahs as well. There might be entire mitzvahs that for one person has a subjective degree of difficulty, which for another person it doesn't have. Kibbutz of aim might be harder for one person than another person. You might have uh, keeping Shabbos properly, which is harder for one person than for another person. And so what we need to do in life is figure out what are our blues and what are our whites. The whites, the things that are easier... Those are the things that we should be working on first. The expectation is greater for those things, the things that we can accomplish, the things that we can do without too much stress, without too much strain. Those are the whites, and that's what's represented in the tzitzis. I have a lot more to say on this, but when it comes to this idea of why do tzitzis inspire us, why why do they make us remember? Maybe it's gematria, maybe it's a symbol, maybe it's a sign, maybe it's the blue, or maybe it's because tzitzis show us that within one mitzvah, and perhaps within all of the mitzvahs, there's easy and there's hard, and the expectation is that we understand understand that and that we work on the easy things and then eventually get to the hard and then hopefully we'll be doing everything. Have a great day.